0: Hey everyone, this is Tony, I'm the Dungeon Master of the Campaign, and with me today are the following players.
1: Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'll be playing Belinda Walsingham, the Half-Elf Awakened Mystic.
2: Hi, this is Adam, and I will be playing Akiba Khonshu, the Shadar-kai Hexblade Warlock.
3: Hi, I'm Jane, and I'm playing Nessa the Gnome Arcane Trickster Rogue. Hi,
4: I'm Mike, and I'm playing Scribner Shannon Whitecliffe, the Human Rogue Fighter.
0: Next week will be Rumble Squad Episode 2-4. Join us now for Sharpen Quill, Episode 7, Oryxas Went Down to Orenthal. Last time. After confirming that Darwin was safe to make a play for the head of his household, the party continued to complete jobs that they had during the evening, while Belinda and Scriv attempted to secure passage to Solana. Nissa and Akiva sought out two bards who both were vying for the same position as royal entertainer, while Scriv and Belinda tried to hunt down Rowan and find the source of his con, Both parties are led to the same noble, Karak Berdir. As it is, we have Akiva and Nissa are heading towards the Berdir table. Belinda and Scriv have noticed that and are following behind. So you're converging as you walk up towards um, a human man, slicked back, pale blonde hair, smooth pale skin and amber eyes, who turns to face all of you. As the four of you converge upon him,
2: Wait, why are, you, why are you two here?
0: I mean, I should be asking, what can I do for all of you?
1: Lord Perdir, I'm Belinda Walsingham, and these are my associates.
4: We represent Sharpened Quill.
0: Oh, a pleasure to meet all of you, Karak Perdier.
1: Is there somewhere we could speak with you somewhat privately about some business opportunities?
0: Roll persuasion 22. I might have a space available. Please. And he'll gesture to follow him. We will go out of the. Great Hall, pass a couple of wings, till eventually you believe you're heading towards the Berdyr wing. And he'll open up a door and you'll see a nice sitting room. Looks like they might entertain guests here, and he'll gesture to some simple couches.
1: Well, thank you. What a lovely space you have.
0: Thank you. Uh, we tend to entertain very often, so please. And he sits. What can I do for you?
2: Well, I believe we're probably here for separate reasons. I'm here to discuss, on the favor of Oliver Ashglade, a dispute between two of the entertainers here tonight.
0: I assume you're talking about Fira and Orivar.
2: Yes. Fira is under the assumption that Orivar bribed you. Bribed me? Bribed you in order to gain favor and get the position that he has. Orivar is under the impression that she is spreading rumors that he is sleeping his way to the top. Oh.
0: Well... Those are uh, quite scandalous rumors.
2: We just came here from the source to see what your side of the story is, so we can resolve this dispute in the simplest way possible.
0: Well, I am a fan of Fira's playing. I believe that she is the more skilled entertainer. That's why I told her the position should have been hers until I found Oriver suddenly had it. I was not bribed by Orvar and don't know why Fira would be saying such things.
2: I think she is a bit embittered since as you said you had told her it should be hers and then suddenly Orvar was given the position. She didn't have any other information past that so I think she jumped to her own conclusions. Do you know who else was given the position of providing approval for who gets this?
0: The person who had the final say in the position of entertainer was Baronon Cornwallis.
2: Can I roll Insight to see if I think he's lying? <laughs> about
0: that this person was the one who had the final say?
2: Well, no, more about that he isn't the one who pushed for Oravar instead of Fiora. Yeah, go for it. Four.
0: Telling the absolute truth?
2: Well, thank you for your time, at least with our meta. Regarding this, we will go speak to Mr. Cornwall.
1: Well, here we can all talk about business first, though.
0: Yes, you said you had some discussion on a business
1: opportunity. Yes, and I'll look at Scriff.
4: Rather, a business opportunity you may be offering us?
0: I believe I have not spoken to you before today.
4: Representative of yours was stating that there was real estate up for sale near...
1: Blackwater Rill?
4: It was north of the desert. It was very odd and not typical of what I would come to expect how nobles do business. I just wanted to confirm whether or not this was a legitimate offering.
0: He offered you land that the Vrimmer Empire does not own?
1: In your name, yes.
0: In my name?
1: He identified you as one of his associates.
0: I don't know why. Uh, Who was this man? Rowan? Rowan. Rowan. He's always coming up with uh, little grifts to do, trying to make quick You're familiar with him, though. I've heard of him.
1: How are you connected, if I may be so bold?
0: I do not know this man.
1: Inside Jack. Thirteen.
0: Sixteen. Seems to be telling the truth, that he doesn't personally know him.
1: You seem to know a lot about how he does business, despite not knowing who he is.
0: It pays to be well informed of the various nobles and their dealings and comings and goings. I'm sure you understand being a Welsingham.
1: Yes, he's been using your name though, so it sounds like our interests are aligned here in wanting to clear this up.
0: That does seem problematic that he would bring in me and my family into
1: this. Specifically. And I think, Scrib, it didn't take a lot of prompting to get that information.
4: We literally asked him twice, and he was willing to give your name. I appreciate
0: you bringing this to my attention. I can see about dealing with this man. Do you have any evidence of him using my name? Any proof of this?
1: I don't know that we're looking to have this dealt with in a legal fashion, necessarily. So much as just... We don't want to see this con continue, and it sounds like, if it's not you, he's working with someone else. Is there anyone who would be interested in throwing your name around in a shady dealing that was inevitably going to come out?
0: I mean, look at any of the other noble families.
1: Well, that's not very specific. Surely you know something you're not telling us. We're here to resolve this.
4: I mean, we were able to catch that something was suspicious, and we have the luxury of being able to speak with you directly regarding such a matter. But imagine if somebody didn't have the same position, or- Worse, they had more money than sense. It might result in something implicating you and another noble family. It could escalate.
0: Oh, that's why I would be happy to have my family deal with him in the most appropriate way we can.
1: Or alternatively, this is what Sharpen Quill does. This is a problem that we would love to resolve for you.
2: We provide service with a flair. I do enjoy theatrics. I pull out a pamphlet, slide it over.
1: We like to. Avoid any unpleasantness or or poor optics that might occur from something like this, and even though it seems like you're very clear that you have no part in it and therefore have done nothing wrong, it would be a shame if anyone was unclear on that, and we could, you know,
4: resolve this. Taking official action might in fact legitimize his claim. We wish to prevent that.
1: So, I'm suggesting you hire us.
4: And what would
0: be your plan of action in this case?
1: Wouldn't be better if you didn't know, just in case. Possible deniability, I'm sure you understand.
0: Roll persuasion with advantage.
1: Natural 20, so 26. Your fee? Uh, A fee for something like this would typically run 25 gold, but I know we've approached you rather than the other way around, so would 24 gold, to resolve this quietly, seem reasonable to you?
0: If you can remove him, remove him from spreading such terrible rumors, On using my name as a backer in this, 24 gold is of no concern. Sharpen Quill. Might I keep this as he holds the pamphlet? Of course. If you are successful, I may look into hiring you for further jobs. And he will pocket it.
3: I think you mean when we are successful?
0: Well, you have confidence. As Vanquishers of Tenebris, I'm not too surprised.
1: Well, I guess we better get down to work.
0: I await to see your results. He will gesture you out and escort you back towards the Great
2: Hall.
4: After we leave and we're out of noble earshot, you're saying that someone
2: slept with the noble lord? Akiva, what? Hey, I'm going off what I hear, man.
1: You know, spreading rumors is not necessarily what we're here to do.
2: I'm not trying to spread rumors. I only discussed this with him and the two performers. In public? I guess.
4: Where other people could hear you. So? So now people have seen you talking about this rumor and then immediately go to the person that's involved with it. And now you're going to probably go and talk immediately with one of the people involved again.
2: Okay.
1: Well, it seems like what a noble would do. You're very committed to the character, but perhaps we could have a more delicate touch.
2: I'm just trying to do a
4: favor. Apparently we're getting paid for this favor, at least. Like, that's working out.
1: Honestly, it seems like there might not be a truth here, or rather, there might not be any one truth. Perhaps they are both equally involved in nepotism and equally deserving and or undeserving of the job, right? Yeah. So what do we do?
2: I guess we go talk to this Cornwallis guy, and then we'll see what we do from there. I don't know.
4: I mean, what's the end goal here? Are you trying to get both of them to perform, or- I'm just trying to get them to stop
2: bickering about it.
3: You know, I kind of think we should get them both to perform tonight, see which one is more the crowd pleaser, and then whoever was the biggest crowd pleaser, they get the job. And beyond that, I don't really care. I like that idea. You want to settle it by contest? Yes.
4: Oh, also, Nyssa? If Rowan comes up to you, ask him for the paperwork. Pretend like you have no idea what he's talking about. He's on a wild goose chase right now. What
3: paperwork? What are you talking about?
4: Who's Rowan?
1: Rowan is the man who is running the con that we're trying to resolve.
4: All right. Sorry. I'm distracted
2: by the scandal.
0: So as you guys are arriving at the Great Hall, because it wouldn't take long for you guys to return. You see Fira making a beeline for you, Akiva.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm not having anything to do with this. I'm out. You guys, I believe in you. <laughs> You've got this. Good luck.
4: I tip my hat, make my way out. Akiva, she kind of, not roughly, but like a, kind of
0: grabs your sleeve a little bit. It's like, did you speak with Karak? Did he corroborate my story?
2: He did corroborate what you said, but he did not have anything to do with this since he was not the one with the final call. He also believes that you should have gotten the job since you were the most talented. I hoped he didn't lie to me. Okay. Well, yeah, then who who's paid off? He gave us a name, but even if we go talk to them, I don't think the end result is going to be we'll be able to get you the job that you need. We don't have any pull with that. So, Nissa here had a wonderful idea. We do have some pull with the Queen. I've spoken to her a couple times. And Oliver Ashglade is a personal friend of ours. What about a performance? Both you and Orovar perform, and then we let the nobles decide who deserves to stay.
0: Roll Persuasion. 16. I'm in. Excellent. I have to go grab my violin and-
2: Go to that. We will go approach Orivar with the suggestion, and-
0: <laughs> He won't want to. But- And she kind of, like, grips her your arm a little bit softly and just says, thank you. And then turns to Eunice and, like, grips your shoulder lightly and says, thank you. And she will scurry off.
2: So we will go talk to Orovar.
0: Belinda, Scriv, where are you going?
1: I think we should go talk directly to Rowan. Yeah. I think we shake him down, honestly.
0: You're able to spot him. Hi there. I, I haven't been able to find the uh, the papers yet, but I'm still looking. I've got you in mind, don't worry.
1: Rowan, things have escalated. We need to speak in private immediately.
0: All right, all right, all right, let's go. All
1: right. Rowan, there's no evidence that Karak Medir is who you're working with.
0: No, because we had to keep it quiet, you know?
1: No, that connection does not exist.
0: No, he he backed me. He told me the information. He showed me proof. It's not looking good, I'm sorry
1: to say, Rowan. Rowan, he would like you to disappear. You would like this problem to go away. We're here to help you.
0: Karak wants me to disappear.
1: No, he wants this negative scandal that's inevitably going to unfold. Because Rowan, you seem like a nice guy. I know you've got a good hustle. We saw right through you right away. This is a scam, and it's not even a very good scam.
0: N- no, he uh, he he told me. He
4: gave me the information. He you have evidence of this because otherwise it's your word against Nobles. He is starting to sweat. Rowan, you seem nice enough, but again, he's got to put the squeeze, if not on you, on someone who's going to do very bad things to you.
1: It's worth a lot to not have his name get dragged into this. Do you understand what we're saying?
4: Roll intimidation.
1: 19.
0: All right, all right, all right. How, how do I not get any more bad blood off Carrick? because he's denying this whole thing?
4: You've got your hustle. We've got ours. And I'm going to pull out a pamphlet. You know who we are by reputation. Yeah,
0: you're Sharpen Quill. I mean, that's the whole point. You're you're starting a business. This is what we do.
4: We solve problems. We help the helpless.
0: Help the helpless. Yeah, right.
4: We took down a demon lord. Look at me. Do I look like I belong here with a bunch of noble hoity-toities? Rowan, I'm from the Vremur expansion. I know how it is to actually live life. I want to help you.
0: What do I need to do to not get
4: Karak after me? You need to give information that lets us track something down. No more, like, smoke and mirrors. Just be straight with me.
1: What actually happened?
0: I had a quiet meeting with Karak. Where? In the Bredir Wing. That's a start. Talked about a great opportunity for me to make some coin off land that was going to be acquired by the Vremmer Empire.
4: Is this your first time dealing with him?
0: I heard good things about him. From who? People around the court. Rowan. No, literally, people around the court.
4: Okay. So this noble that has a good reputation with a bunch of rich people said, Hey, if you're looking for an opportunity, go talk with this rich guy. Is that about it?
0: I mean, his family helps to promote farming and agriculture all throughout the Vremur Empire. They know where good land is. So you bought this. Why would he lie to me?
4: Let's say you say this, and then it gets to your word versus his word. He could say that you were hired by another noble and then start something. Get a leg up for the bediers at the expense of someone else and use you as a cat's paw.
1: Did you sign anything?
0: No.
4: Well, that's good. But it also means that it's going to be difficult to prove that he actually said anything about this.
0: The whole point was to keep any of these deals quiet. It goes through me. I give him the signatures and the down payment coins. He gives me the deeds to the lands.
1: So your understanding was he was doing this just for the money?
0: He said he wanted to help smaller people who could not afford the normal prices that these lands cost to help them build up something.
1: So you didn't sign anything? You had some paperwork? No, because all
4: supposed to be quiet.
1: I'm just saying, we need to make the problem disappear, right? Who did you actually sell to?
4: Yes, who else have you told about this? Or has it just been us?
0: Supposed to start selling tonight. You guys have an up-and-coming
1: business.
4: It's a smart plan. It really was.
1: But did you actually sell to anyone?
4: No, not yet. Okay. Hand signal for telepathy. So no damage has been done so far. The only people who really know about this are us. Assuming that he hasn't told anyone else about the Bediers. Need to confirm that.
1: Yeah, I think we need to confirm that he's definitely not lying to us. And this isn't like a schemes within schemes sort of scenario.
4: He did say he wasn't working alone. But then that could just be because he thinks he's working for the Bediers.
1: I might do- I'll go with the forceful query. <laughs> are you telling us the truth?
0: No. I mean, maybe one or two people heard about Kara.
4: Who are these one or two people?
0: He gives you a close name. No one amongst the high noble families. It's all lesser nobles that he was telling. Them.
4: People who are looking to expand appropriate marks, that kind of thing.
1: I think you need to distance yourself from ever having done this, Rowan. We'll get rid of that paperwork. Is there any other evidence that will tie you to this? Aside from the conversations you've had.
0: Just that paper that I can't seem to find anywhere.
1: We'll take care of the paper.
4: This is what we do. Put a hand on our own shoulder, grab some hors d'oeuvres, take a breath, and then maybe call it a night. We'll take care of this for you, okay?
0: I I should go. I
1: Well, hold on, Rowan. You don't have anything to sell right now, do you?
0: Not at the moment.
1: How would you like to work for us?
0: Doing what?
1: We're looking for business. You do have our pamphlet now. And you do have a... Good way with
4: words.
0: So you're looking to have me talk your name up and get your business?
1: Yeah. What do you say we offer you a cut of any work you bring in that we can complete? A finder's fee for legitimate business. Roll persuasion. 20?
0: I want to talk terms. Of course. We can- specifics and- I mean, if you taught me anything, this time we do sign something.
1: Of course. You should always have a contract in hand, Rowan.
0: When's good to meet with you?
1: We'll meet tomorrow.
0: And he'll ask you where so he knows where to go.
1: In return, of course, we'll be happy to confirm with Karak that this problem has disappeared and no one will ever hear of it again.
0: Yep, I'm not touching this one. It's gone. All right. Thank both of you. I'll see you tomorrow. You're welcome. And he will scurry out of the hall.
1: See, Scriv, we really are helping people. That felt good.
0: Panning over to Akiva and Nyssa.
2: Oriver, we've been looking into this issue. The details are getting muddled. I did not want to have to deal with this. Well, it's going to be dealt with because you're inconveniencing the Ashglades. So, we've come to a compromise. And I think it's in your best interest to accept. We're going to go ahead and have a performance. You will perform, and Fira will perform for the nobles here tonight. And they will decide who deserves it. The nobles are okay with this. Obviously, we'll talk to the Ashglades, and I've spoken to the Queen before. I believe I can get another audience with her.
0: Well, as long as the nobles... Uh, fine with this. I cannot argue the matter.
2: Because I do believe it is in your best interest. This will stop the rumors, and if you are successful, it will get your name out further.
0: World persuasion. 24. As long as the nobles are convinced, I cannot argue the point and will absolutely perform.
2: Okay. We will go speak with Oliver, and we will be in touch as to when this is going to take place tonight.
0: So, after a little bit of time, Fira does return. You talk to... Zolas who organizes a few things eventually it gets to the noble eight that there would be a performance a competition to entertain them when this is initially said the king is not in the room but he returns a few moments before it's about to begin
2: can i pitch to oliver to do the introduction myself
0: roll persuasion 13 zolas kind of says it's best that you do All
2: all right
0: he would be entertained But it's not his place to say one way or another, as the Noble Eight do not tend to be okay with unknowns emceeing an event. But anyways, you do see a cloaked figure who is slowly circling along the edge of the Great Hall with the Elven mask, which Belinda and Scriv you do believe it is Dovin. You do see him start to kind of scan the crowd and notices you, Belinda, and you hear a voice in your head. You are Belinda Walsingham of the Sharpened Quill?
1: Yes, the Arbor Arborshade.
0: You were part of the team that searched the Library of Tenebris, correct? Indeed. Have you dissected the information that you acquired there?
1: We have studied it.
0: Would you have an opportunity tomorrow, at some point, that I might speak with all of you? Learn what you've learned?
1: Certainly. Where would you like to meet?
0: Where would be best for you?
1: You could come to the Much Cry Little Wool. I live above the store there. It's quite private and quiet. I'm sure you know it.
0: Excellent. I'll get in touch with you tomorrow and see what time is best, then. I'm curious what you've discovered there.
1: A lot of threads.
0: There are many loose ones that I am currently tugging on. See if I can tie any of those off.
1: I look forward to it.
0: Till tomorrow. And at this, he will turn and proceed out of the Grey Hall.
1: Quick telepathy script. Thovin wants to hear your report on the Tenebrous Library artifacts tomorrow.
4: If I'm drinking something, I'm spitting it up. If I'm not, I'm just gagging on air. Uh,
1: <clears throat> I don't have a cover letter. No, I don't think he's looking for you to do a formal presentation. He. I need to, I, oh no. He wants to discuss what we've learned. He's following similar threads, apparently.
4: Oh no, that means this is
1: bigger than we thought. We knew this was enormous. It's great to know that someone else is looking at it and perhaps he can help provide some more insight into things we're not aware of, like where we should go next.
4: That's fair. That's good. Are you going to be okay? I want to leave right now and organize my cataclysm set and see if maybe I can have him maybe sign that piece and...
1: We're standing in the middle of the dance floor right now, just so you know. So?
0: A woman is coming up to wrap an arm around your arm, Scrib, and is about to take you to dance.
1: I'm not saving you again, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll turn it off. And one. you are tugged away!
4: <laughs> I'm on autopilot at this time. I... Roll Intelligence.
0: Fifteen total. Okay. Even though you're on autopilot, you're more well-versed in how these dances are supposed to go and the steps involved that you're not actively thinking about the steps and are able to match the rhythm well.
1: Which woman is this, or is this yet another one?
0: It was the second one that was rebuffed.
1: Oh, okay, great. (laughs) What is she saying to him?
0: So, Shannon, right? I thought I caught your name when you arrived. Uh Ah. Vanquisher of Tenebris, I heard. That's impressive. Mm. What was that like? So she's going to just ask you questions about, like, how was it defeating a demon lord? Like, what's that like? Like, Tell me all about it. So there is a lull eventually in the music as Fira and Orver both stand before the dais where the king gestures for them to perform. Oriver goes first. It's nice. It's a lot of what you've been hearing already throughout the night. Very well played. Then Fira goes. She is leagues apart from him.
4: Oh. I'm
0: trying to think. The best way that I can think of it is like, you know, whenever you hear like a really good violinist who can just play rapidly with quick succession and shift notes and constantly. Oh, I
1: assumed it was the devil went down to Georgia.
0: <laughs>
4: they both played the devil went down to Georgia.
0: We'll do uh, Aruxas went down to Orenthal is the rendition that is played.
1: mm mm-hmm. played? Mm-hmm. It's classic.
0: So good. After a brief discussion, like kind of on the platform, the king claps and just goes, Well, I believe we have a clear winner, and gestures towards Fira, who is beaming proudly, and Oriver is just like scowling before he shuffles off in a huff. Fira will run over to you, Akiva, afterwards, and she says, Thank you, thank you for giving me this opportunity. If you ever need anything, you're the uh, Phantom Illusionist, right? Maybe I could put your name out to some of the taverns I've worked at?
2: That'd be great. I'm trying to grow my name so as well. So I'm just happy I was able to get the truth out.
0: <sighs> Thank you. I'll let you know if I see any taverns that have any openings that I've worked at. I can put your name in.
2: That'd be great. Thank you. I'll give her my contact information.
0: She'll give you, like, a little hug and then turn to you, Nissa, and goes, this was a great idea. And she kind of, like, grips your shoulders and gives you a little hug, too. And Thank you. Thank you. And so scurry back off afterwards.
2: Well, it looks like we did good.
3: You did good, buddy. Good job. This was your
0: idea. Is there any last minute things you guys want to do? Because the ball is about to wrap up.
1: Well, we need to go and just reassure Lord Bredir. We're just going to tell him it's taken care of. Can we, like, burn the paperwork in front of him, I guess, or something suitably dramatic? Sure.
0: So he can escort you just out of the Great Hall, so it's a little bit private. So everything's been taken care of.
1: We have assurances that he will never run this particular con again, and we have the only evidence here. Excellent.
4: I produce it, hold it over an open candle flame, and then let it burn up. Wow. And he reaches into a pocket, pulls out a coin
0: purse, and counts out 24 gold, and hands it over to you, as promised.
1: Thank you. Glad we could do business with you.
0: And, considering how efficiently you accomplish this, I may have more job opportunities for you in the future.
1: Well, we do love to do any sort of legitimate work.
0: Are you planning on traveling anywhere anytime soon?
1: Perhaps. But it would depend, you know, where the work takes us.
0: I will let you know if I have any opportunities, but try and keep me informed if you are heading out of Orenthal. Just in case. I learn of anything. I tend to try to remain very informed.
4: Thank you. We'll keep you informed.
0: It is appreciated.
1: Akiva hasn't actually talked to Zolas' dad about being his, like, sponsor? Well, that's for the after party. I think Tony's saying, the party is ending.
0: You've got, like, one thing, basically.
2: Sure. If he's there, I'll talk to Zolas and see if I can't talk to his dad. Okay. So, guys, Zolas mentioned the idea of maybe having their family sponsor me. I think that's a pretty good idea. Don't know how to go about talking about that. Could I have somebody come with me, please? I don't do business usually. When I was traveling with Valen, I was always, be quiet or we'll end up owning that money.
1: It's true. You probably should not offer cash to have someone sponsor you. Yeah, I mean, I can come with you.
2: I'm going to just
4: see if I can hang out by the door and wait. The sooner we get out of here, the less time Fabian has to catch up with me. Yeah,
2: I think it'd be good to stay out of sight.
1: Yeah, Nissa, do you want to come with or you want to stay with Scriv? I don't think I'll be much good talking business. I'll hang with Scriv. All right.
0: So, you're going up to Zolas's den?
1: We're going to go speak with Cassius Ashglade.
0: You're able to find him, quickly enough. Long auburn hair, black eyes, just shy six feet. Yes, can I help you?
1: Hi, I'm Belinda Walsingham.
2: I'm Akiva Kanchu. Thank
0: you for returning my son back to me. I appreciate you escorting him from uh, Amaran.
1: Yes, it was wonderful to get to know him on the journey.
2: Oliver's a delight to be around.
0: That is a word for him. A little bit of a troublesome child, but entertaining nonetheless, and he does just have a slight smile.
1: Well, I know you're probably happy to have him back here in Orenthal, and I'm glad we could assist with that.
0: It is much better to have him here, where I can keep a better eye on him.
1: Well, Lord Ashglade, we actually were hoping you'd be interested in a business proposal.
2: I'm always looking for new opportunities.
1: I understand you're a patron of the arts?
2: I am? I'm currently an up and coming artist. I'm known as the, the Phantom Illusionist. I perform myriads of dances and stage illusion, as well as I'm learning how to play music from Canathar to add to my performances. Canathar Chen.
1: The well known Orenthal bard?
0: Oh, yes. He performs at the Hypnotic Night,
2: correct? He draws quite a crowd.
0: He is a good performer, and if you're learning from him, this is a good sign. Where do you perform? That way I can go and see such a performance.
1: Well, I think is currently looking for a permanent venue in which to host his act. He's been a bit itinerant lately, just due to being new to the city. You know, he's really quite an up-and-comer, as he pointed out.
2: I've been traveling on the road a lot, so it's just been here or there. I haven't had a place where I can lay any roots. I know there are several
0: taverns always looking for... New musicians, new performances? Are you checking to see if I can ask around and see if there's anyone available?
1: I think Akiva was hoping to formalize some sort of sponsorship, where he could highlight your patronage in addition to performing at something more permanent.
0: I'd be intrigued, but I have not seen your performance yet. Do you have an example of your performance, at least? That way I can judge such a thing. Or are you performing... In the next few days, somewhere.
2: I'm sure we'll be around for the next few days. I can always get together a performance just to show you what I'm capable of.
1: Perhaps a private show here at the palace in the Ashglade Wing would be suitable?
0: I could schedule something tomorrow evening. I will be in town. Does that work for you?
2: That works perfectly.
0: Very good. Come, do your performance, and then perhaps we can sign off on something. Have you as a regular booking somewhere.
2: That would be fantastic. I won't
0: let you down. You did much for my son, bringing him back home after his days pirating or privateering or whatever he wanted to call. It. So I appreciate you. Know, and he extends a hand to shake yours.
2: I will shake his hand. Thank you for the opportunity.
1: We won't take up any more of your time. Thank you.
2: Enjoy the rest of your evening. And you as well.
0: You now that he'll turn back towards me. Huh?
1: And we walk away. I think that went really well, Akiva.
2: Yeah, I know. I actually think I can tell by the looks from you guys that obviously my poshness wasn't the most well-received, but I think acting like that has helped me at least be able to talk to them normally.
1: Yes, I think what you're doing was a bit of a caricature of a noble, but it gave you experience interacting with them and what their expectations are, so I guess that works out and, you know, we move forward. Why are
2: they all children arguing over toys?
1: Because they have nothing else to do. It's alright, we can capitalize on this. Let's go uh, check on Scrivinissa.
2: Okay.
4: Pan over to Scrivenissa. What do you think of all this, Nissa? Just, like, this. I mean, dressing nice is definitely a change of pace, but I don't know.
3: I mean, it's not often I get to put on fancy clothes like this, so, I mean, yeah, that was kind of nice, but I kind of hate all this.
4: But isn't this the dream, though? Isn't this why people make money so that they can be in these fancy parties and talk the talk and walk the walk and all that?
3: I guess it is for a lot of people. I can't say it is for me. I mean... Yes, not having nice things is nice, but I don't know. I wouldn't want to be like these people. They just, they have nothing better to do than squabble over nothing.
4: Or squabble for a place further on in line. That's half of what Fabian's doing, I think.
3: So many people trying to get to the top, and it seems they don't really care about how they get there. It's interesting.
4: What do you do then? I mean, for all the talking that we've done, the king hasn't done anything. Maybe say a couple of words, wave, smile, but beyond that, like, what do you do when you're up there? What's the point?
3: Just, I guess, tell people what to do. Have all the power. What would you do if you were king or someone high up?
4: If I were king for a day? Probably demolish the Adamantine Palace and just use the money that's, well, encrusting these walls and- make the Empire better. Like Rowan, earlier. He's gotta hustle. He was lying. Poorly, lying. But, I mean, he wouldn't do that unless he were trying to save up money or if he had to survive.
3: People do what they have to to survive. And there are people like him who, yeah, they've gotta do what they've they've gotta do. Thanks to a lot of these people, they have nothing.
4: But at the same time, like, we have people like Zolas. Nobles who are, honestly, just trying to do the right thing. We can't just write them all off as bad.
3: Is he trying to do the right thing? That I mean, yeah, okay, he kind of is trying to do the right thing, but he also ran away from all his problems and basically lived the life he really wanted to lead as opposed to, I don't know, stay here and fix anything.
4: I mean, I was told to get out of my shell and the life that I was living in the day-to-day. What about you? What'd you do if you were queen for the day?
3: Maybe similar to you, I think I'd be done with this place, bring this down, and use the money from it. I'd put it to the low hills. I'd start there. Yeah. Tearing all this down, that's very much a me thing. I don't know you all that well yet, but I know you're in favor of history. I know you're in favor of preserving history, preserving artifacts. You really tear something like this down.
4: I mean, it represents all of the bad things that the nobility has done. The entire reason why people in the Low Hills are suffering. I'd want to strip away the Edimantine on the outsides of the wall.
3: I am going to fold my arms. You want to think about that and give me an answer that you really mean, maybe?
4: I mean, the money could be used to help the Low Hills.
3: It could. They suffer. Yeah, they do. And that's definitely something that I would like to see changed coming from there. But just not sitting right with me that this is your true opinion.
4: Okay, then. So tearing down the Edamantine Palace isn't the answer that I would give. I would strengthen the military and help spread order throughout the Vremor Empire. Then people could be safe and secure. Protected, even.
3: I can tell you've been around Belinda a lot. Military is always the answer.
4: It's what my dad would do.
3: But is it what you would do? Forget your father, forget Belinda, what would you do? I'm talking to you right now, I am not talking to them. What do you believe in?
4: I I would not want to be king for a day. I would want someone else to just take care of it and run the whole thing. And I could go and study all the ruins I wanted. I could go and study things. I could read all the books I would want. Why would I want to be king for a day?
3: Dude, I think that's basically what a king is. They have everybody beneath them do all the work for them.
4: Okay, so if I'm king for a day, then I just let everyone else take care of the work while I go and be an adventurer king and study ruins and-
3: To your heart's content. There you go.
4: So my answer to being king for a day is to run away.
3: Is that what we hear when we walk up?
4: Sure.
1: Sorry, who's making you king?
4: King of what? Akiva, if you were king for a day, you could tell all these nobles whatever you wanted them to do and they would listen. Why are you
2: all such babies?
1: Akiva's tired of the petty drama.
2: I would probably have them give a good portion of their money to the poor.
1: See, it wasn't just
4: me saying what you wanted to hear. It's a normal thing that normal people would want.
1: If you were king for a day, you would just give money to the poor? Like what, just throwing alms into the streets?
4: No, more like stripping the time Palace. No, most mostly like give money to people who deserve it.
1: I mean, are we saying you literally only have 24 hours to plan and execute this power? I have questions about the specifics.
4: It was just a... Never mind. How did it go with Zola's dad?
2: Good. I need to prepare a performance for him. He's going to have me come back and perform for him to see if he wants to sponsor me.
1: A private show. Tomorrow night. It's going to be a busy day.
0: ting, 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 ting. From the central dais. And you see the king stand up and just announces to the rest of the court. So as we bring this feast to a close, I have a final announcement I would like to make. Due to his exceptional service to the Empire, his great deeds, his keen insight into what needed to be done, and by the blessings of the royal family and the royal court, we will promote the Dawn Herald Darvin Nathandom as head of the Nathandom. Household to a rousing Claps. cheers Claps. and applause Woo! and look of contained frustration on Fabian's face. At this, Darvin just stands, does a bow, and where you guys are, it's a little bit more hard to hear, but thanks the king. And basically, he'll say a few words are just, I'm not much of one for speeches, but I intend to use my position to better our city and our great empire and to continue to uphold that which we hold dear helping all of us to progress towards a better future thank you some more cheers and people do begin to start to some go up to like shake the dawn herald's hand many are going to leave so you guys are able to escape head back towards the much and little wool and retire for the evening so the next morning, as you all gather and have some breakfast, you await for your various meetings throughout the day, which I believe is with Rowan first.
1: Well, Rowan should be here shortly to talk about working for us. I guess as sort of an agent for finding jobs, I was thinking maybe we offer him a flat rate for jobs he finds?
4: Yeah, and I have this pamphlet here that lists out the stuff that we're willing to do for him to advertise.
1: This yes, I know you've hired people before. What are your thoughts on how we should compensate him?
3: I'd like to maybe think a gold for each job he brings our way. This guy's obviously having a little bit of a hard time right now. I want to make sure he can maybe pull himself up out of that somewhat if we can help with that.
2: I don't have an issue with that.
3: We're not
1: running a charity. We're expecting him to do the work, but...
4: Only if we accept the job. If he brings us a bunch of leads so we cash out, then it's not the same.
3: For each job we accept, then we give him a gold. As a a finder's fee, yeah.
4: And we give him just bare minimum of the requirements. If he says, here's the name of a person who has a job, please give me a gold. Like, we're going to need more information than that.
1: Obviously, we need a description of what the job entailed, the timeline, the compensation.
4: I start drawing out just a basic form for him to fill out to submit.
1: Once we discuss with him, then we can write up the contract and sign it. You know, make it official and legitimate. You know, he's a contractor for Sharpen Quill.
0: Eventually, Rowan does arrive. We'll go back and forth a little bit on the overall deals, but he is happy with one gold for every job you accept.
1: And I'll clarify for him that if we're out of town, he should deliver like the, I guess sort of the spec sheets that Scriv's giving him the the form for. Just deliver those to Henrietta for when we return and that we would let him know we're going to be out of town so he doesn't, you know, take on any jobs that uh,
0: are time sensitive.
1: Yes.
4: And I give him two copies of the form in case he loses one.
0: Sounds good.
1: I'll take out one gold out of party gold. I'll slide it across to him and say that that's, you know, to start, you know, making contacts and to cover his expenses while he begins working.
0: I appreciate that. Uh, Put this to good use. I promise. Gathers up the papers, gets his copy of the signed contract, tucks everything away. Well, it'll be a pleasure doing business with Sharp and Quill.
4: Pleasure work with you, Ron.
0: Looking forward to
4: hearing great things.
0: Getting started right away then. And he will. Exit out. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today.
4: Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at RulesAsWritten, or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com dndraw. Until next time.